you know what it is. And here it comes. And welcome to the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host. My bad. Bro, that's two weeks in a row. Oh, I gave you goodness. I gave you look, I gave you a little alley oop at the beginning. Over two. Over two. <laughs> Golly. Can I finish my intro? You go ahead. Uh, I am your host, Cole, and as always, I'm here with Wes and my nope. co-host slash dad, Jason. How's everybody doing? Thank you for listening. You Thank know what you. else is two weeks? What's that? Me introducing Wes first. Oh, okay. But you didn't introduce Wes as a co-host. Wes is a co-host. He, he went from intern Wes to Wes to now co-host. That's right. Big things are happening. Yeah. And you're just unaware yeah. of it, man. What's yeah. going on? Come I'm on, not man. unaware. You act I like you just woke up I from a nap or something. My goodness. Cole just woke up, everybody. So <laughs> he's uh, getting into the groove of things. He was uh, knocked out in Studio B on the beanbag chair. That beanbag is really comfy. Is it? Yes. I think I'm going to bring it home. Jamie oh, goodness. Mad. I get one for our own. <laughs> Jamie wouldn't be happy. Yeah, she wouldn't be happy. No. I have to wait. <laughs> so, guys, we talked about the last podcast about uh, coming up with some player of the year awards yeah type deal yeah and i'm not ready i don't know i don't know if you guys are ready but i'm not ready yet to to put my official who i think the mvp of the season was yeah um how about you are you are you close uh, yeah i want to chime in here and say that i'm glad you said you said a key word there and that was official I think we could all agree that maybe we could sort of provide some sort of unofficial answer, right? Just sort of based off the eyeballs. But what we talked before we kicked the show off was that, you know, we wish we, we sort of had a, a stat sheet, a statistics um, of, of a bunch of the players um, who've, who've performed throughout the season and, and really excelled. Um, we have a, a bunch of names in mind, of course, because, I mean, Bartow performed pretty well. Obviously, they did. They didn't achieve what they ultimately wanted to, um, and they fell short. But nonetheless, uh, we wish we sort of had that and to give more, like Jason said, an official one with sort of something to back it up, if you will, besides just our word and what we saw. So, do you, Cole, do you want to give a couple of names that you're, you've been possibly thinking about? Uh, I was going to add on to what you said just a second ago. I was going to say I don't think there really is one clear MVP of the year. One clear player of the year. But there are some candidates like uh Marion Baker, Talon Simpson, uh Lil Bill. Uh Little Bill, Wild Bill. <laughs> oh, my bad. Wild Bill has now turned into a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Bill. I can't wait on this. Anyways. Oh, that was good one. Yeah, you're 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 on the ball there, Cole. Uh Wild Bill and company, Devin Vass, although wish we would have got to see him play a little bit more. Um and surely we will next year. Um, who do He's we got? He's not a senior? Jordy, no. Uh, not that I know of. Jordy Lowry, uh, Pennywise, um, Randolph John, of course, and uh, Lynn. Can't forget about Lynn, of course, QB1 over there. Fun fact, you guys know he just committed today. I saw that, but I didn't. I congratulated him, mm-hmm. and I saw it was an eagle, but I was in the middle of a podcast and didn't get to see what school it was. So can you fill me in on that? Yeah, so uh, – Barto, senior quarterback, QB one, is moving off to to the to the next level of play uh, in the football world, and he is going to be uh, playing uh, alongside with the Moorhead State University okay. Eagles. Okay, um, they are D one. They are in the uh, 
I forget what it's called, the FCS. So um, he's he's going to be moving on to bigger, bigger and better things, uh, and uh, hopefully, hopefully he can get that starting position, if not year one, and he can work work his tail off for it, which I know he's prepared for. And uh, I said on the Bartow Jacket page, congratulations. We're super proud of you. Didn't matter what school you went to. I'm of course. Super proud of you. Right. Um, that along with the other the kids, you know, who have signed or um, everybody's putting up, you know, not so much signed yet. I think Lynn may be the first signee. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of offers um, okay. yeah. on, on some of the players. I haven't, I haven't shared everybody's offer that I've seen. Wes uh, does the Twitter. I don't know how much. I know you you retweet a lot. I and try I get and, some of my information yeah. from you. Right. Um, and, and that's unfortunate that I'm getting a lot of information <laughs> from you. You that's and what I'm here for. Preps. Um, but, you know, it, it's – I don't mean to miss anything if I'm missing anything. And if you're listening to this, we need information. I mean, we need we need a text message. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and say it right now. If there's any any of our viewers, supporters listening right now, one, we thank you, of course. Two, if you are somehow able to, you have connections, or or maybe you're with the team, uh, to be able to provide that to us, we would be forever grateful and thankful for that. Um, in the following episode, we would try and get that in, um, and sort of shout you out, obviously, for providing this information and sort of make our our official. Um, answers in terms of like maybe player of the year for Bartow and um, maybe <laughs> offensive, defensive, uh, who's or maybe our best freshman player, that kind of deal. We can break it down like that. And again, uh, we want we want it to be official, okay? Because um, I know we did something like this last year, um, and I think we were trying to do it almost on an every game basis, and there were plenty of games where we did miss. Um, but it's a little almost can get redundant at times and then again we didn't always have the numbers yeah. um, which we would love to provide to you guys so you kind again you guys have something else besides just our word yeah we can go to max preps <laughs> we don't know that it's necessarily <laughs> accurate and, and we're just hope for the future that we have um a little more help yeah in that, yeah. In that area Mm-hmm. And and we're not we're not saying that the football team should be. I mean, there's plenty of our supporters and listeners right. that can help us with that type of information. And and while Wes said that, let's speak on that. Let's continue that on to the other sports that are going on. You know, if you guys give us the information, we'll be able to share it with the the rest of the listeners that are listening to us. And, of course, and we got listeners all over the globe and right. in 27 states right now. So. I, I'm sure those are ex jackets that are out there that uh, see us on the Twitter and the Facebook and right. Instagram and say, "Hey, let me follow that." And and so uh, there's Barto Yellow Jackets out there, and and if you guys help us, we can help them. Of course, right? We're all in this together, and and this podcast is only as good as not only what we try to make it, but what our listeners, what they can do for us too, um, and and it's certain uh, certainly a lot. Uh, besides just listening and kind of giving your your support in that manner, uh, there's definitely a lot of other ways that uh, you can help out too. And if if you're wondering or or you don't feel like like you know, feel free to reach out to us um, in terms of what we may need or want or what could help us sort of produce better content, and and we'll work together. So before we move on, there's four players for me on the eyeball test going back since we started this show. Um, 
Jordy Lowry, Lynn Johnson, Marion Baker, and Randolph John for this year. Yeah. Um, Those are good good candidates there. Th- th- that's my, my four. Mm-hmm. And that's my four that I see competing, that could compete at the next level. Right. So when we do the uh, final show, not the final show, but the final, I'll, I'll tell you who my top one is. But my top one of those four is going to be which one can, which one of those four do I look at my eyeballs and tell me may play at the very next level? Right. So that, who, that's, who might be in a in a couple years from now on your fantasy team? Yeah, beca- <laughs> because because we don't have the stats to say. Randolph had 27 tackles, yeah, three sacks, seven interceptions. Right. Lowry had this because we don't have that. Lynn threw for this many touchdowns because we don't have that information. I'm just gonna go based off of. So I don't know if that helps y'all and y'all's decision, but I'm just those are my four that could play at the D1 level and succeed. Of course, with, yeah. with with a little more training, a little more, you know, I I see those four as D one talent, for sure. When what's unique about those four there in particular, if if I'm not mistaken, they're all seniors. Yep. Um. So we'll be seeing them uh, probably here in a couple of years, and maybe next year, uh, on Saturdays. It's gonna be pretty cool. All right. So congratulations are in order. I'm sorry. Congratulations are in order. For you, roll tide. That? That's right. I was a roll tide on Saturday. Yeah. Listen, I told y'all, Georgia sucks. <laughs> Georgia sucks. That's it. That's all it is. I don't even hate Georgia like that. Yeah. But they're just not going to win the big game. I'm a predict. They're going to get blown out by Michigan. What? Michigan's going to you know beat what? them. Michigan's going to beat them like an NFL team would beat them. You know what? I'm going to agree with that. Wow. Now here's here's my take on it. Okay. I also have Cincinnati beating Alabama. From from the Bantam, Bama fan himself. One, speaking of Cincinnati, I am ever so happy that Cincinnati made it. Congratulations, Cincinnati. Congratulations, Cincinnati. Whatever Enjoy the feeling. This is what it feels like. We've been doing it for a while now. Okay. Hopefully we continue that because I'm gonna lose my mind when it stops. And it will at one point. I know it will. Uh, but uh what I think with Cincinnati, not to really compare them to this team from a couple years ago. But we all remember a specific school here in here in Central Florida. We want Bama. We want Bama. Them Golden Knights. That's right. UCF. Jason knew where I was going. Uh, they they had a twelve and zero season. However, I I, don't, I couldn't name you a school right now that they played. Uh, I just don't remember. Nor do I pay atten- much attention to them. Um, so I think. And not that Cincinnati's been kind of on that high horse as they were. They really haven't. They've been sort of low-key and, and whatnot, if you will. Um, but I'm happy to see him make it. And, they got and one big win, I think. Who's that? I think they beat Notre Dame. UCF or Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Oh. They may have. They may have, actually. I think they beat Notre Dame. I'll check their schedule. But it's Notre Dame. Cole's so. the producer, so he will <laughs> fact-check me like Facebook does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm happy Cincinnati made it. I hope I hope it's a good matchup. Uh, my initial prediction, I haven't really thought much of it, but I, I say um, we, we win by 14, 17 plus. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, it comes down at the, to the wire as well. Um, this is the college football players we're, we're talking about here, and uh, anything can happen. And on the other side, as we were talking about, we got Michigan. 
and we got good old Georgia. Um, Georgia, I think there's a lot of question marks around in that team now, given how their whole season has gone, and then they played Bama. And I know at this point a lot of people are just like, yeah, it's Bama, whatever. But, like, look, like, Bama, despite being the team that they are and the team that they have been for the past decade or two since Nick Saban took over the program, is is they're, they're, they're damn good every every year. But are they perfect? Absolutely not. And I think in the press conference after every game, you hear that out of Nick Saban. So, so the team can certainly be beat. Um, it's just going to take a whole lot, a uh, whole lot of discipline, a whole lot of everything, really, to take to take that team down. Um, I mean, Texas A&M did it this season, so uh, I guess they they had the recipe and they knew what to do. Okay, so can we just say the fact that Georgia was overrated all year? That that's what. Okay. And here, here's why I say that. They beat okay. the crap out of us. But here, here's what, here's why I say that. Florida played Alabama tight. Yeah. Texas A&M beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Auburn, what was that double overtime? It was overtime, right? Triple, I triple think, overtime. overtime. Mm-hmm. Alabama manhandles Georgia. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that's going to tell me if they meet in the championship and the same thing ain't going to happen again. They're, so they're going to make their adjustments, but but I don't I don't think they're going to get past Michigan because when the lights are bright, Georgia George, says goodnight. Georgia says goodnight. <laughs> I made that up. I'm going to coin the phrase. Yeah, you might want to. If Napier if Napier has his uh little phrase about scared money don't make money, I can have a phrase. <laughs> of course, no. But uh, that that Michigan Georgia, I, I'm. Almost more so excited for that matchup just because it's quite a unique one. It's, that is a unique it's, matchup. I don't know that I've they've ever even played each other. They probably I'm have. Sure, in a bowl game. Just well, maybe before my time. I don't know. Uh, but that's that's going to be a heck of a matchup. That defense over there, at Georgia, is is quite something, I guess. Except when they play um, the now number one team in the country, Alabama. That's crazy too. But they were they were holding opponents. To you guys might have dropped out and went to number one. Six point nine points per game. A touchdown. They were holding team. And then we put, what was it, like 40 or so, 42, whatever, we put on them. We just yeah, manhandled them uh, quite a bit. It's a difference between coaching. Oh, certainly, certainly. Kirby Smart is a defensive coordinator. Dan Mullen is an offensive coordinator. You put those two on the same squad together as co-coaches, you got a nightmare on your hands. Definitely. Why did you say it like that, nightmare? You got a nightmare. It's a nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> I mean, if you just think about it. Oh, for sure. Definitely. If you're an NFL team, if you're an NFL owner, and me and you were the co-coaches, mm-hmm. okay, and all we had to do was prepare our squad and the ins and outs, and we had Dan Mullen and Kirby Smart as our coordinators, I think me and you could be a successful one-two punch <laughs> as yeah. co-coaches. Without a doubt. That's yeah. a that's a heck of a, a duo. They're just not – the total now Kirby's a heck of a lot better when it comes to recruiting than Dan Mullen, mm-hmm. but when lights get bright, they both not so much Dan. I think Dan has a lot better in-game management than Kirby, mm-hmm. but no, I don't have any in Kirby. Just so, like Matthew Stafford, they're on the same level to me. So you're taking Alabama and Michigan in the final. Is that is that Alabama Michigan? Cole? Cincinnati, Michigan. That's the underdog bowl. Cincinnati, Michigan. Listen, if Cincinnati beat, there's no way. There's, 
You got to believe in the Bearcats. You got to believe in the SEC. And I'm telling you, Cincinnati doesn't have a chance. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm going to put this on the air. Cole, if, if it's Cincinnati, Michigan playing here in a couple weeks for the college football playoff championship, I'll get you a $10 gift card to a, a, a restaurant of your choice. Okay. Okay. That's a deal. Remember that. Um, I, I no. just can't see it. I just, no, I can't it's, either. And I think the majority can't. It's, it's almost like we got tickets to go to, um, part of a Christmas present to the, uh, UCF Florida game. Mm-hmm. UCF's not beating Florida. Uh, you never know, bro. The no. Way Florida no I don't care. Playing. We're 6-6. Six and six. We're terrible. We don't even have a coach. I mean, we're, for the bowl game. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They all got fired. Right. I mean, I don't understand that part anyway. Maybe you can help me with this. Do you have any understanding why the incoming coach doesn't immediately start coaching the bowl? I know they're under contract for the season, but you're firing them. So why would you let them coach in the, another game? Now, I know on their resume – you know, this person was interim coach for this game, and it means something. It, I think it it might the, have something to do with the contracts. What's I mean, I can't imagine how many pages are in these con- kind of contracts. Obviously, you're talking millions of dollars for the most part, so probably somewhere in the fine print there is something along those lines. Hey, if 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 your head coach is it loses his position, you know, and you guys advance to a bowl game, something like that. I'm sure it's in there. I, 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 like I would the, assume. I like the fact that the players are going to play for Napier and be motivated to show their new coach what they can do. I just wish the new coach was part of the planning. And I, well, who cares? Put it in a new system. Yeah, I don't. You, know, you, you might got, need one. You got weeks. <laughs> yeah, but we were six and six, and UCF fans that are listening, I'm sure there's one. Hey, if you guys can beat us, this this is your year. This is your year to say, hey, we can be the SEC team. <laughs> Come on, bring it. Not too many can say that. It's not happening, Cole. You can root for UCF. Or Aubrey and Aunt <laughs> Why would Jamie. I root for UCF? Uh, Aunt Jamie's from UCF, and Aubrey goes to UCF. So I, <laughs> We went to UCF bowl game one year. I think it was this Gasparilla Bowl, but it was at where the Rays play. Who did they play? I forget, but you were there. I'm 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 excited. I'm very excited. Uh, uh, it feels good to play like a team. I just don't. I I know a bit about Cincinnati. I know a good amount about Desmond Ritter. Great scrambling type of quarterback. Very mobile, um, and, and professional in all aspects. And then I think I forget the running back's name, but I think he was a four or five star back. A very good running back who was actually committed to Alabama and then decommitted or or transferred out of Alabama to play for Cincinnati. Um, probably because he wanted a starting role and didn't get it, okay, and didn't want to work for it. So he, yeah, he went over happens. there. And, That's why yeah. the transfer portal exists. Exactly, right? And it just it happens all the time, endlessly. It is what it is. But um, outside of those two guys, I can't tell you a whole lot about the team. I'm sure there's a lot of talent elsewhere, but. I'm sitting here telling you that Alabama's going to beat Cincinnati. I don't know nothing about Cincinnati. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some highlights and stuff like that. I've never watched a full game in Cincinnati. I can but. tell you, we, we do have a big loss to um, that being one of our best receivers um, in our awesome receiving core that we do have um, is John Mechie III. Mm. 
Unfortunately, I think he tore an ACL. Is that number eight? Yeah. Oh, so, dude, that guy uh, was so good. He's, he's, he was our best guy. We had Jamison Williams come down from, speaking of transfer, I think Jamison Williams came from Ohio State. Um, he must have not have got a starting position or something, which Ohio State, I'm sorry. If you any Ohio fans are listening, y'all are crazy for letting that man walk away because he's going to be a first-round draft pick here yeah. before we know it. Uh, I think no I think he, he clocked in at a top speed this year on one of his plays at 23 miles per hour, which is absurd. That's okay. Um, so, you know, you see players in the NFL can hit top speeds, 21, 22. There may have been some that have hit 23, but um, this, this, yeah, right. So this, this man or this kid, man, whatever, he, he's special. He's a special kind of player um, and is unfortunate to lose his dynamic duo and John Mechie. Uh, they were, they were, they worked so well together, you know. Um, it's sort of the situation in the NFL when you have a great receiving core. It's like, who do you double, this guy or that guy? Um, the Bucks kind of have that kind of going on with Mike Evans, and you got Chris Godwin, and you got Gronk, and you had AB, unfortunately, not so much anymore. I don't think I don't think after this year that we're going to keep him. Probably not. But we'll save that talk here for a bit. But it's it's a big loss. Um, do I think that affects our performance against Cincinnati? No. No. <laughs> I think I think it might have a little bit of a factor because she was y'all's number one, right? Uh, Doesn't matter. Between Alabama has Jameson number one Williams. sitting on the bench. He, we do. We have a uh, number seven Brooks. You'll hear his name a lot too. He's a he's a, another receiver that's st- had to step up a lot here recently, and he's going to do so even more with Mechie out. See what Cole doesn't. Cole's not a big college guy. He's a, he's our NFL Analyst. expert, but mm-hmm. uh, Cole, when you, when you're at a program like Alabama. Somebody goes down, somebody just steps up. Yeah. It's not like the NFL where you number one or two goes down and you're screwed practice squatting it. No, you got Bro, what do you mean? What do you like mean? the Bucks don't have that problem. Oh. If somebody like, goes down, Scotty Miller's gonna come and he's gonna ball out. Like that, a good example would that's be That's an NFL Super Bowl championship team <laughs> has depth. The best example I can give would be just not too long ago when we had Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones all on the team at the same time. Um, See, that's first, crazy second, third me. string. They are all starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and they have been for a year or more now. So <laughs> that's them, that's what Jason's getting at. Okay. One of them maybe shouldn't be a starting quarterback. but um, Potentially. But I'll, nonetheless. I'll, I'll save that talk for another time. They're making a lot of money, and they're, they're, they're playing the game they love. So it is what it is. Well, speaking of uh, NFL. The Bucks. What about your Bucks, Cole? Dude, they've been playing great. They just beat the Falcons. What was the score? I'm pretty sure it was. I can't remember what we well, we beat the Falcons. We swept them this year. Godwin had like record breaking like 15 receptions. receptions. 15 receptions. I picked them up in a DraftKings and won a dime. <laughs> he put up 30 fantasy points, which I'm very yeah, happy about. Was, he didn't get I a touchdown, won. though. He didn't get a touchdown. He got 150 receiving yards. He it's a crazy game. It was, yeah, great Crazy performance game. for him, man. Uh, Brady threw, like, 50, maybe he, even close to 60. He threw 50-something times, yeah. I remember seeing that. Gronk, shout-out to Gronk, picked him up in fantasy a week or so ago, started him this week, got me two touchdowns, so he got me 20-something points. It's a good, it's a good time. Good stuff. Um, what else? What's what's your guys' record? Do you know offhand? Nine and three. Nine and three, looking good. Uh, who? No, the Cardinals have the number one seed. You guys don't or do play the Cardinals this we year? Don't. Uh, we don't. Okay, so I don't. I don't think we play any NFC West besides Rams. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't think so either. But okay, so you guys are up there. So as a Bucks fan, I just want to make sure we are above. We have home field advantage over Green Bay. I don't want to go to Green Bay. Yeah, I probably like, wouldn't especially either. Especially in January. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't want no part of going to Green Bay. I don't know if Green Bay I wants to be in Green Lance. Bay. I can't handle Lance. Lance will be. Oh, um, my God. I won't be able to handle it. I mean, we beat them last year in Green Bay. I That's understand. a good point. I understand, but I want, some... I want them to come to Tampa where it's a little hot. Oof. A little I muggy. I remember uh, the game, what was it, last year, the year before, it wasn't playoffs just yet. And uh, they went up against you guys, and and I think uh, off one of Rogers' first scores, he scampered in and did his little double check thing or something silly. I think oh, he that got was flagged last for year. it. That was in the regular and then season. ended up losing the game, and it just he, oh, he, I remember that. It was thirty-eight ten. Yeah, he looked stupid. I'll be honest, he looked stupid, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, he ain't celebrating much anymore, are you?" I think uh, Brady kind of. Maybe took that personal. So I'd be excited to see that matchup in the playoffs and, again. And having Brady makes me okay with going to Green Bay. <laughs> you know? But yeah. I don't want to go to Green Bay. Right. No. No, I don't I don't know. I don't think the Bucks would mind going to Green Bay. I think you guys would be all right either way. You guys are looking pretty good. And you got a pretty good healthy team at the moment. Um can't say the same about your team. No, certainly not. Oh, um, no. You're pretty disappointed in what you guys – I mean, I know you weren't thinking Super Bowl before no. the season. but No, I was thinking a minimum playoffs. Uh, just the biggest reason is our division. We got the Rams with Stafford and company. I knew they were going to be great. And then in recent weeks, granted, they doesn't look like they've done too much. They picked up Von Miller – one of the greatest outside linebackers of all time. Their team got um, better, but their record got way worse. And OBJ as well. Um, used to be a superstar and fell on off quite drastically, unfortunately. But um, nonetheless, they got a great core of guys over there. Um, and then the Cardinals are the best team in the NFL right now, some would say or some would agree. So, I mean, it's it's tough. Um, then we got the 49ers, whatever, uh, who they might have an, an – one more win than us or tied with us, but y'all, I don't really care. Just beat them, right? I don't care because we just we swept them this year, so that's always a good thing as a Seahawks fan. But no, we're four and eight. Uh, we're semi healthy of a team. Um, we've we've lost a lot of big names. We just lost uh, the guy we played an arm and a leg for, Jamal Adams. He's going uh, shoulder season ending shoulder surgery, unfortunately. So we got a great uh, secondary player though who's stepping up in his position in Ryan Neal. He's going to get a lot more opportunity now and shine some light on his name, hopefully. But, uh, no, I wasn't expecting Super Bowl. Again, minimum playoffs. Uh, but there's there's still a chance. As before last game, we had to beat the the, the 49ers. They said they were saying it's a 2% chance. 2%. I'm assuming maybe it's 3 now. Don't have to but, win. Because uh, y'all would be 9-8. The, if y'all the, biggest, the biggest and most important thing, we have to win out, which I know I don't think is going to happen. And then we, we're probably going to need some teams to lose, probably more so in our division. But, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. And I think uh, another thing with uh, besides Wilson missing three weeks due to injury, um, which we think – I think we went one and two. The only team we beat was, of course, the Jags, is uh, our offensive line. We have not had mm-hmm. a great offensive line in a decade mm-hmm. or so. Uh, maybe since we won the Super Bowl uh, years back in, like, 2013, 2014, um, we just – we uh, people are amazed by Russell Wilson's, like, magi- magician plays, they call it, and whatnot. And it's like, no quarterback should have to be doing that kind of 
ridiculous. Like Wilson's doing double three sixties, trying to fake out linemen. Like that should not be happening. Yeah. If we're being real, um, it's great that he has that ability because not every quarterback does, and that's what makes him elite. Okay, but man, that O line we have not, and we never address it. We might we put band aids over it. That's what we do here. We'll cover this up, and that band aid doesn't never last very long. So there was another big game in the NFL called that. Uh, come into play with the top five that we discussed last podcast. Oh, was it Raven Steelers? No, but that you can touch on that one. But I was referring to the uh, Patriots and Bills. Bills. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I remember telling you something yesterday about Mac Jones' stats. He threw three times. Two for three, 19 yards, no tutties, um, and snapped the ball 41 times for the run. Wow. Yeah, so. And they won I the mean, game. It was it was like twenty and degrees won. and like thirty mile per hour winds. It was, it was yeah, it was thirty five. It felt like twenty three at one point, and they had wind gusts. I think it was like twenty thirty miles per hour, but they would have gusts up to fifty five miles I, per I, hour. I, I, do, I do remember seeing. So that, that is bizarre and absurd. Um, Josh Allen obviously threw a lot more. He, he threw thirty times. He had a. a a touchdown or two, or no, he only had one. But, uh, I mean, they ended up losing the game. Wow. It is insane, you know. I'm surprised that they even tried to kick field goals. So what was the game you were you were talking about? Baltimore and... Oh, yeah, versus Steelers. I thought Ravens had it in the bag. I started Lamar in fantasy in one of my leagues, but he did <sighs> not do that good. He has been a question mark, man. He's... People, a couple, just a couple weeks ago, there was, like, Lamar, It's he has the MVP in the bag. Like, it's his, his to lose. Well, I'm tell you right. That? I'm gonna tell you right now. That's what people were saying at the time. This was when he pulled off the miraculous comeback against the Colts and threw for 400 plus yards, um, and and just went off um, to to bring that game back, force OT, and then win in OT. But um, and that's what people were saying in at that time. Obviously, now he's kind of fallen off a bit. At least I think so. Um, I still think he's a great quarterback. He just the team's not performing. Uh, best odds in my personal belief, and then I saw it on ESPN uh, recently the, this past week, is the old man himself, Tom Brady. He has the best odds right now um, to win MVP. Kyler Murray's up there. I think Josh Allen is like at the fifth spot, um, and they had like two other names too. I, I don't say this to disrespect anything about the Buccaneers' offensive line, but it just – it amazes me how the Buccaneers offensive line is now the best in football. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady doesn't get touched, and Tom Brady doesn't, and they're able to run the ball. Well, you're able to run the ball because you got Tom Brady, and you're able to not get touched because Tom Brady gets rid of the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to discredit what you're saying about uh, your guy, Russell Wilson, having Why? to avoid the sack and mm-hmm. all that, but it just. It, for so many years as a Bucks fan, the offensive line sucked. Yeah. Jameis Winston back there, sucked. and and now all of a sudden, I know we've added some some rookies and stuff like yep. that. Yep, Tristan Wirfs. Bro, yeah. that was a. It just goes to line. show you how important it is to have an elite. We talk about great quarterbacks, but there's only like four elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, there's only like four guys that you could say if you're starting a team today, who you want want you only. You know, you can only win one or two years. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. I'm not going to say Lamar. Uh, after after those three, 
right now. There's not very many. You start, is it Lamar? Is it Russell? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick oh, Mahomes. Patrick, how could I forget Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Zach. Justin Herbert. Dak. Zach Wilson? Dak. Oh. Dak. Dak. <laughs> you, yeah. you see, I mean, but but he's a great quarterback. Dak's a great quarterback. Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. Lamar's a great quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is, we thought, elite. And he still is elite. Yeah. Iffy. Been it's iffy. iffy here. It's iffy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that down year. So that that's what to me the NFL is. You have to have that elite guy. Yeah. If you don't have it, you, your Super Bowl chances are cut in half to it's me. The Madden and I I heard the craziest thing too, and uh, you can look it up for yourself. Uh that offensive line uh, outside of Tristan Wirfs who played for I believe Iowa, the Hawkeyes. Um I think a Two or three of those guys might be D two, D three linemen. Like that's pretty crazy to our think about s- it. Our center though is he's a dog, and and he might be one of them. Um, is that Jensen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he and I think he's one of them. So that's I mean it goes to show like you can you can make it you can make it in this world, especially in that world in particular. Anyways, um, you just gotta gotta put in the work. Uh, it's probably the guards in the center because it's Marpet. His mm-hmm. left guard, and then Jensen, obviously. Jensen's a beast. No, he's yeah, he's a dog. It's funny always seeing him get up and get in someone's <laughs> he's grill. A dog, I like. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I think Kappa is his name, Alex Kappa. Yeah, Alex Kappa is another one. And then you guys had Donovan Smith as well. I uh, for, I forget that guy's still in the league. Yeah, I think he's number seventy six. Um, at right tackle. Left tackle. Is he left? And Tristan Wirfs is right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there it is. All right, well, that is our Bucks coverage, NFL coverage. Col- yeah. We covered college. We covered Barto. So I think we can wrap this one up. What do you think, Producer Cole? Uh, I think I think uh, we should talk about fantasy football a little bit. Fantasy football? All Why right. not? All <laughs> right, a little fantasy talk real quick. Um, my team, I don't know how to drop Antonio Brown. <laughs> I told you how to. I tried. He just won't drop. <laughs> he keeps telling me. I got to see if my defense that I just picked up. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into the playoffs. I'm. I'm starting to take this one a little serious. <laughs> They're talking about trophies. Oh, is healthy. And let me tell you, on the trophy thing, I'll just go ahead and tell you on air. Uh huh. My suggestion to keep the cost down is, you can just buy a trophy one time, mm-hmm. a small one, a cheap trophy, yeah. and then on the on the insert thing. We could just pay for it every year and just slide it in and out. So instead of it being on there, yeah, like Wes won it in 2021, yeah, then we just slide the new person in and out. Yeah. But when they put it up in their office or home mantle or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll have their name thing. And then the rest of the people have to buy the name tag. Yeah. Okay. So that's my suggestion. It's not a bad idea. Um, taking sort of everything people are telling me into consideration, and ultimately we'll we got to make a decision very soon because we got this week, we got the following week, and then it's playoffs. It's playoff time. So ultimately, is that, that going to be two weeks? Yeah, playoffs is two weeks. Okay, you got your semis and finals. So got about a month realistically. Um, and then if we're ordering this off Amazon per se or wherever, uh, then we're waiting on shipping. So got to make a decision here probably this week, really. 
Um, but that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Jason's, what, do you know what seed you're at now? I don't, we got an eight man. I'm looking at it right now. We got an eight man league just so everyone knows. Okay. So I'm going to just say where everybody's at. Uh, Weston first place at 10 and three. You're, we got Austin who's eight and five. I play him this week. I'm very sad about that. Uh, Lance is eight and five. Who dad plays this week. Oh, that's tough. Hits it. Lanes has been on a roll lately. I'm the four seed at seven and six. That is also seven and six, but he's the five seed. Oh, I don't know how because he beat me last week, but I'm still. So <laughs> you're gonna be rooting for Cole to lose. <laughs> um, sorry, bud. Uh, Jamie is six and seven. Drew is also six and seven in seventh place, and I don't think anybody. Jose's. I don't think anybody's gonna take eighth place. I almost lost to Jose. I, I know. <laughs> I saw. I was like, no, this is gonna happen. Dude, every week Austin and I talk about it at work. We're like, dude, whoever loses to him, it's it's probably gonna happen. It's gonna be one person. I He's set like, my lineup, Lance. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Lance. I set my lineup. I picked up a waiver. I'm coming for you. There you go. There you go. But we were like, we're gonna make fun of whoever loses for the rest. If he if he didn't have Chase Edmonds in and he started Michael, he can't do that. Never mind. He wouldn't have won anyway. Uh, it's going to be fun coming down to the wire. If anybody is listening and you're interested in playing in the league next year, um, hit Wes up on Twitter. Yep, at, at BJB underscore podcast. Go check us out and give us a follow and hit me up. And let us know you want to play next year and we can make this eight-man league a little bigger. You're right, because we can go to a 10 or a 12. Um, 12, get, I'm in a 12, and it's not going so well, but that's part, partially because I don't pay attention because I got all my focus on this league that we're in, <laughs> uh, which, as I told Jason before, is kind of a shame because I, I put like $10 for a buy-in on the other league. Um, but, no, uh, 12 mans get a little crazy. Yeah, um, I'm in a 12 man as well. Because I tell you right now, you got options when you're in an 8-man when it comes to picking up waivers. You don't really have any options. You got people you've never even you don't even know play in the NFL, and you're like, I gotta pick up this guy or this guy. I've never heard of either of them. They're what's this guy? Fourth string. This guy's fifth string. I don't know. It gets wild. I yeah. have Jamal Williams on my team, and I'm, I'm in eighth place. All it's like the top eight people make the playoffs, and I'm five and eight. Yeah, it gets it gets wild though. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody across the globe and all the 27 states that are listening to 29. us. 29, I apologize, Cole, <laughs> producer. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you listening. Um, with that being said, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace. See you guys.